All right. We are now recording an hour and, and 13 minutes. <laughs> that's that's right. Past when we wanted to start because yes, because audio uh, engineering is fucking hard. <laughs> yep, even though we had everything ready to go beforehand, None of it worked when we needed it to, so... Well, you see, Wyatt, uh, updates were installed at some point between now and, like, the like what was it, like a month, two months ago when we actually recorded an episode? Yeah, so we just need to maintain shitty computers for the purposes of recording and never uh, update them. I... I understand now why audio people do this, um... Like why they maintain separate computers for this type of stuff because because for this yeah. exact reason, but at the same time, uh, the idea of putting those shitty, uh, unupdatable computers onto a network is terrifying to me. <laughs> True. I mean, we can make virtual machines or oh yeah, because that something won't, that won't add any processing delays. <laughs> nope, sure won't. Nope, sure won't. Or it's not hooked up to the network, and we just, you know, feed it the input information, and uh, you know. I yeah. mean that that is true. Like I I could I could hook it up like some sort of audio tumor to my main desktop, and then work with it that way. That is actually what a lot of streamers and stuff do. They um, they have a a other computer to handle all their streaming. And broadcasting separate from their actual gaming device. Well, well, for streamers, that makes sense. Because streamers are, like, running these, like, Call of Duty or Twitch. or, or, or So they're, they're encoding video, uploading it, and rendering a game that ha- presumably has some sort of rather large CPU and GPU cost associated with it. Um, so, like, that, that makes sense, at least. Sorry, this... I missed what you just said because I had to close the door. <laughs> Great, <laughs> wonderful. Uh, I'll just say, absolutely, yes. whatever you just said. Yes, thank you. I'm hoping that it wasn't racist. Oh, oh man, I'm gonna have some fun editing this episode. <laughs> oh crap! <laughs> oh, it's gonna be great. Ah, uh, speaking of what things that are going to be great, Wyatt. This welcome movie. To, welcome to Dollar Cinema. <laughs> yes, we're all all the movies you never knew existed and never wanted to watch. Yep. <laughs> hey now, hey, I, I want to watch most of these movies. Most of them. Most of them. Some of them were actually good. Sometimes, yes. Yes. But yeah, so so, so what? Uh, this what, is what episode thirteen? I think. Yeah, lucky thirteen. Woo! And we got a real 13 of a movie for you. And it's not 13 Ghosts. Mm-mm. Or the remake of 13 Ghosts. Although, I think I could have swore one of the... I I think I have one of these big horror DVD bundles that has 13 Ghosts on there. The original one? Probably. It would have to be. Yeah. Due to it's, the... Uh... Uh... Due to the law of uh, public domain movies being repackaged and sold in bulk. Yeah. I think that had Vincent Price in it. I believe you are correct, yes. But we're not watching that movie. Because oh I've boy. seen that. Oh one. boy, all right, we got a live one. Oh boy. 
What? <laughs> I cracked a beer and then it's shot foam everywhere. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were playing some stock audio for a second. <laughs> 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 like you hooked up an audio board when I, when I wasn't paying attention. Oh, we got a real humdinger over here. Oh, we got a humdinger. Oh, it went out of the park there. Uh, just audio of Paul Stanley at a Kiss concert. So I'm here for you. Right. <laughs> but anyway, surprisingly enough, I managed to save it. But yeah, so yeah, what what uh, remind our listeners what movie we're we're listening to or watching uh because it's not like the uh the movie is on the file name for this episode or anything. Nope, not yet. <laughs> it's uh, Brain Twisters. Yes, Brain from Twisters. 1991. And this was found uh, on the cult classic features Gore House something. Uh, there's a big piece of masking tape on us, so I can't finish reading the title. There we go. Gore House Greats Collection. Yeah. <laughs> So that's 12 movies, and uh, you picked this up for apparently $2. That's a lot of movies. For, for $2. $2. Yeah. That's right. I should have another movie that I got for free. Oh? I forget what it's called. But it was John Malkovich's directorial debut. Oh, that's going to be interesting if we ever get to it. Yep. And that one was free. <laughs> Great. But anyway, I also got it with the Shawshank Redemption for free. So, yeah, well, that's it. Well, you could you could launch your own. Uh, what is it? TBS with that, or is it? Which which uh, cable network plays the Shawshank Redemption like eighty times a week? It might be TBS or Spike. I think it's TBS. It might be TBS. Ted Turner probably loves that movie. I, I have it on some sort of authority that they understand drama. I'll take your word for it. But. But yes. Uh, we have a movie that's not those ones that we talked about. Yeah. We, we have the drama horror sci-fi thriller Brain Twisters. From 1991. And stars people that I do not know who they are. Okay. Uh, well, let's see here. Um, so this Gorehouse Greats collection doesn't have any like images of any of the movies on it. It's just um, it's just a woman in pajamas with her bust really, really on presentation, um, and she's covered in blood. Um. Yeah. Uh, so I, I there, are, I don't know what this movie looks like at all without bringing up uh the internet yeah i brought up the dvd cover on or one of the posters on imdb and i'm not sure what i'm looking at all right let me look oh my is it it's it's a woman in a doorway and then a plastic man face and a not dennis quaid yeah i'd say that's a very apt description of what i'm looking at it looks like that dummy has like you know the like when you buy like cheese curds from sheets and they come in that little like paper cup with a plastic top on it. Kind of. It looks like the dummy head is wearing one of those plastic tops as a hat. All right. 
which leads me to believe there might be some sort of confection inside his skull cavity. Probably. Um, and only and only one of the cast members has an actual picture of themselves on IMDb. Oh, that's always a sign of quality. Yes. So uh and her Farrah, Farrah Fork. Oh wow. What is what is oh she's no she's known Oh uh, Loris. Yep. For uh Lewis and Clark. Yep. Was she Lewis? No, she was Mason Drake for two seasons. Oh. She was in Heat and Wing. Oh, uh, according to this, she was uh Big Barda in uh one episode of Justice League Unlimited. Okay. I suspect Okay, no, she's she was Big Bard in a bunch of stuff. Oh, she was also in uh Big Bard in Batman Beyond as well. That's okay. I've I have heard her voice before. And she has not been in anything for 16 years. Yes, that would appear to be correct. So, uh unfortunate. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but all right, let's see. Let's read the back of this DVD case here. Uh Brain Twisters. Uh ooh, in color. Um, in a, color, a mad, comma sci-fi thriller about an experiment in computer-generated mind control that goes out of control, and the body count is building. All right. Uh, apparently, Terry Laundry Lond- is the other person that they decide to push for this movie. Don't uh, know who that is. Uh, he has only done two other films. One of which is a short. <laughs> All right. Is he also the director? Mm, I don't think so. Uh, the other thing he did was something called Work uh, and the Glory in 2004. Oh, this is all available on YouTube. Oh, the movie? <laughs> yeah. The movie we're about to watch? <laughs> uh, Yeah. Wow. In full on YouTube for well, free. Cool. That's, Nobody bothered to uh, renew the copyright on that. That's probably how it got in this public domain DVD set. That is, that is probably right. Uh, I better not watch any of that. So, but yep, yeah, it was definitely there. Amazing, absolutely amazing. But I don't see a Wikipedia article for it. Yeah, uh, I didn't find one either, which is th- I think this is the first time we've actually stumbled on a movie that doesn't have a Wikipedia article, is it? This isn't the one we're going to watch. Wait. I clicked on the I clicked on Wikipedia, Mind Twisters Wikipedia, which came to Mind Twister, which is a 1994 erotic thriller. Ooh. And it's Scandalous. got tits all over the cover of the uh <laughs> Of it. It's got I that, think this is just softcore pornography. Got that Wikimedia Free Software Foundation titties. Yep. That's right. Fair use breasts. What what opportunities Gen Z has they will never appreciate or understand. Yep, there is no Wikipedia article for this. So we could write the wikipedia article for this movie we could uh we but i do see that the imdb imdb does have a synopsis uh it has it has a summary and a synopsis okay um employees of a software company discover a conspiracy to use the games made by the company to control the thoughts of its customers 
Not the games, the gayums. <laughs> no, I said games, did I? Oh, I thought you said gayums. No, I definitely. Are, are you? Are you? Are you shining me on right now? Because I I can't tell. <laughs> I that's what I heard. I okay. guess we'll know later. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Man, I'm only but... I'm only two beers in, so we we sh I shouldn't be breaking down that hard yet. I am zero beers in, so that that's probably a mistake on my part. That is definitely a mistake on your part, yes. Alright, so uh, given the severe lack of anything uh, about this movie, mm -hmm. I guess we can make some... Uh some predictions here yeah so let's see we there's we, we see there's an evil company that makes video games or just games of some sort um i guess that's where the computer generated mind control comes in uh, yeah it is r-rated okay so we're definitely gonna see some for we we, we gotta see some sort of nudity i i'm i'm calling nudity yep talk robo titties Oh, do you think it? So, do you think the nudity is cybernetic in nature, or is it uh, is it virtual titties? I am going to say robo titties, because I don't think they had enough of a budget for computer generated images. Oh, I'm I'm thinking that they're just going to film a like a series of like a sequence of events, and they're just going to call it virtual, which is what everybody did back in the day. Okay. This movie, this movie was also written and directed by the same person, Jerry Sangiuliano. Yes, and he was born and died in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Oh wow! Died at the ripe old age of seventy three. Seventy three. Yeah. Huh. He's he's done um, five things, most of which were shorts. <laughs> yep. Actually, all of them except this movie were shorts. That's right. Wow. That's right. Deadly mo. I, I am. I am now fascinated with this man. <laughs> There's no picture of him, but he's from Scranton, Pennsylvania. Oh, I wonder is he a producer? Yeah, he doesn't even oh. appear in anything. This is thrilling podcasting. It is. It was apparently called Fractals. What is what is and Fractals? It's this movie. Oh. It was another name for this movie, apparently. Oh. Oh yeah, I see the the photo that has Yeah. Oh my, that the okay. So <laughs> the I mm, I really want to use this art for the episode art now. <laughs> Cuz it's amazing. Cuz it looks like if Lex did did an episode based off of scanners. Yeah, uh, I would say it looks like Lex. Like it, it looks like an Amiga point and click adventure game box art for Lex. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, could definitely see that. Yeah, this is all amazing. Um, yeah. Oh boy, I. I, I knew that this like when I when I uh, had to do some minor research to find this thing. Um, I obviously I didn't search YouTube, but just maybe I sh maybe I should just start searching YouTube whenever I'm looking for copies of this stuff. But when uh, I, I had to look this up to see like you know the metadata for, for my after I ripped it. Um, yeah, I 
I, I saw the um the the plastic head art and man, like oh man, I am so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited for this. And there's probably gonna be liberal usage of the word fuck. You think so? Yes. I mean they got an R rating in the nineties. I mean that was all you know. I mean it, it does not say why it got an R rating. I I really feel that getting an R rating in the nineties just means you didn't have the money to bribe the uh the whatever organization, the MPAA to to, you know, resubmit your movie twenty times until they just got desensitized to whatever you were doing. I'm also going to predict a uh, liberal use of fake blood. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. These are my predictions. Um, okay, so we got you got robo boobies and fake blood and lots of fuck. Uh, yes. I have I have a real world sequence shot as virtual reality. Um, I also agree that this movie will have at least one. I'll have the virtual breast sequence. And I think someone is going to have a, a really bad attempt to have the Videodrome helmet. Like some someone clearly watched Videodrome or um, what's that Edward Furlong movie? I think it's called Brain Scan. I don't know. Um, yeah, where where like there's like a or or no no I'm sorry. There's another there's another movie. I don't think there's a helmet in that one. Um. There's a Christopher Walken VR movie that's filmed like half of it in like ultra fisheye lens, like pan and scan, like weird widescreen type aspect ratio. Whenever he goes into re- like VR, and it's re- utterly ridiculous. But yeah, I'm thinking like big '90s VR headset somewhere in this movie. Brainstorm. Yes, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh Wyatt if you've never seen Brainstorm you gotta see Brainstorm it's so it is such a fun ride that ice is gonna break it it, it really is the closest performance to the Dead Zone that Walken has done uh, other than Dead Zone obviously oh man these sequences look like they're out of reboot <laughs> but like season one reboot Who's what sequences what are you looking at the virtual reality art. Maybe I'm looking at the wrong thing, but I, I, and the Google images, like one of the first ones, looks awful. I just assumed it was from the movie. Oh, for brain scan. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, could be. I I don't remember. I don't remember that, but it is entirely possible. Because that that movie is not about fabricated CGI so much as uh, as I recall, recording um recording the experiences of other people and then replaying them back in your head. But that is ah. not that's that's not this movie. Or maybe it will, maybe it will be. Maybe it will be. You're right. All right. Want to find out? Now this, now this movie predates hackers. Mm. So do you think there will be any hacking in this movie? Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's a game company, so I'm I'm gonna say probably yeah. That like there there will be some some tense typing on a keyboard. Okay. All right, I think I think we've predicted enough. We're we're almost twenty minutes in here. Yeah. All right. Let's let's take a break and um, let's get down to business. Well, yep. I I I don't I don't know what to make of what we just watched, buddy. <laughs> 
I don't either. Like, first off, why was this rated R? You know, that's a really good question. Because um, it's it's not like it was violent or nope. sexual or... No. Even just altogether that disturbing. Like, it was, it was very, very tame. Yeah, like, they could have shown this on broadcast television <laughs> unedited yeah like, i recall somebody said shit once that so somebody somebody said shit and there was a drawing of boobs yes that like if you really if you really wanted to put this out like if that was really a problem you could have just vaselined over on that and and only the most astute of watchers could have picked up on that yeah um don't don't know why this was our yeah this is i you know this 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 whole situation only lends credence to my theory that this movie was rated r because they didn't have the money to like bribe someone in the mpaa like i'm i'm calling it i'm calling that's the reason yeah and you're right imdb said rated r for language yeah there was a single shit (laughs) yeah unless this is an edited version um, I I do remember seeing on IMDb also. There's apparently a re-edited version of this that, but it was released in 2017. Hmm. Um, I also don't know where you would find such a re-edited version uh, unless it's the one yeah. that you saw on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I mean, runtime one hour thirty one minutes. That's what we just watched. Okay, then yeah, like that. I'm. Now I'm curious. This 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 movie is fascinating to me, Wyatt. Um, and I I want to I want to talk a lot more about it because I feel that there's a lot of. I I actually no I don't want to talk about the movie. I want to I want to talk with somebody who's like involved in the production of this movie. Well, the lead actress is still alive, but the director's dead, and I feel he that is. I, I feel that like. Him, him being a, like in the Scranton area, and this—it's very clear. Like, it's very clear this movie was obviously filmed in Scranton. Um, and like, I don't know why I picked up that vibe, but like, I, I once I picked up that vibe, I I just started like pouring across the every shot, looking for like details. Probably like, all right, like what what can I? Because something doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel like other movies that I've I've seen. Like it's not like a New York production. It's not a Hollywood production. Where where was this made? Um, and when I saw the Middlesworth chips, <laughs> that's when I yeah. knew <laughs> they're not available even in the entirety of Pennsylvania. So yeah, um, yeah. Uh, acor- well, according to the modern distribution chain, Middlesworth is available in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York, and Maryland. Apparently. Hmm. Interesting. Which makes that one scene where there's a newspaper that says Midwestern college campus has murders all the more confusing. Yeah. Because <laughs> Pennsylvania ain't the Midwest wine. I don't know if you're aware of that. Unless he was reading about that campus he previously taught at mm. and also had murders and suicides. Oh, was he it? did bring that up. I actually didn't even notice that. Was that a thing? 
yeah, he was saying, do, do you remember so-and-so? It's like, yeah, he was a former student of mine. He said, well, he also killed somebody and then offed himself. It's like, isn't that weird? It's like, yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh, so that was so that that was the the kid from the opening the the mysterious car driver from the opening yeah. of the movie. Yeah, but then that that was that took place in a different location. Supposedly, yes. Interesting. Yeah, but this is like all in Scranton. Yeah, this movie is Scrantalicious. Um, I don't. <laughs> I'm also very confused because this movie has a shocking amount of Italian Americans in it. Well, it's Scranton, so is like is that a thing? Does does Scranton have like a big Italian American population? Yeah, I think so. Yes, you think so? What, 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 yeah, I'm pretty sure. What basis are you judging that? Aside from uh, this given movie. given its geographical location to both New York City and North Jersey. Uh, hold on. Let me let me scroll back here. Let me go back to Scrant. Nah, dude. Like it's pretty far. It's it's pretty far from both New like New York and New Jersey. Like it's it's west of Easton and north of Hazleton, dude. Yeah, but there's like nothing else. There's Wilkesbury. And you, yeah, it is just, it's about as long to get to Poughkeepsie as it is to get to fucking New York. Yeah. I don't know, Uh, but, but yeah, so like, let me, this is what I was going to, this is what I was going to read to you here. So let let me just like, when when you're watching this movie, just. You pick up a general Italian vibe, and it, and it feels weird because... Hold on. Hold on. From eight, According to Wikipedia, from 1860 to 1900, the city's population increased more than tenfold. Most new immigrants, such as Irish, Italians, and South Germans and Polish, okay, so made yeah. up that yeah, population cause, boom. Because it's, it's an immigrant city. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. But there's a lot of Italians in this movie. <laughs> and or, one Irishman. Um, yeah, let me... if you don't remember Captain of Detectives. Oh, I do. Um, here, I'm just going to read. I'm going to read you some some actor name, an actor and actress names that were in this movie. Because like, well, all while I was going through this, I'm like, wow, this actually is like is exceedingly Italian. But everyone is speaking without an accent, or like they're not behave. Well, there there are some. Uh, there are some. Yeah. Yeah. So so, so we got. We got uh, Joe Lombardo. Yep. Donna Bostony. Uh, Shura McCombs. That's probably the Irish guy. Um, no, that was Ted. That was the pasty white boyfriend. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, we got Charles Lopresto. Michael Warholic. Gene Malone, Jonathan Lama, <laughs> who was the uh, the twelve year old boy, I guess that uh, took us out of the at movie. the end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mark Fryer, uh, Johnny Pigeon. <laughs> Malone is a very is a very Irish name, though. Vic Sagiliano. 
Yeah, there's a there's a I think we established the large Irish and and Italian population. Donald Skioskia. In the uh Scranton region. Carmen Mercadante. I apologize if I'm being very racist against Italian people, but I am absolutely loving just butchering names on, on this podcast. I think I think this is the um the what is it the what is it Bronx logic or Queens the Queens logic coming back out. Hey oh Jim the Michelle, <laughs> why you talking to Joanne Catalano? I can work with that. Okay. Okay. Um I'm 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 closing this tab. I am I'm not I'm not going to do this anymore. All right. So uh, this movie. This movie. Yeah, like the 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 very briefest of plot descriptions is uh college a college brain professor. Yeah. Is performing experiments that, unbeknownst to him, but are known to his parent biotech company, are causing people to go crazy and murder people and then also commit suicide and other acts of violence. Yeah. Yeah. And, and but he like, doesn't learn about this until he also used the machine on himself and then proceeded to go crazy and kill people and then... Well, he didn't kill himself, but he definitely got dead. Yeah, it's so like the the I feel that the reason why the um the uh the the the, the descriptions are so vague is just because the general plot is so the, the like the you, you the general plot is there, but this movie doesn't have a lot of meat on the bones about it, right? It's it's kind of yeah. just kind of like just asking well like well if this is what's going on what could we do here and like and then it just kind of rolls around in the plot for like 10 15 minutes every scene yeah like it, it it's a little lacking on cohesion but you're right there's something there but it just wasn't put together right yeah, and it's it's very interesting, and this is part of the reason why I I, I would love to talk with somebody um, somebody who was like involved in the shooting of this because I like the fact that there's a recut and the fact that this this movie is so disjointed kind of feeling tells me that they, they shot a lot of footage like there, there's a lot of story that somebody thought that they had to tell but they just didn't know what to do with it. Yeah, because you know it starts out you know that with with uh, was it Doc Doctor Rothman is that his name? Rothman, yeah, yeah. The 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 college professor Doctor Rothman who's running these tests just being re real fucking creepy, like just so creepy. Yeah, um, he's like this completely emotionless, like, um, science guy type. Yeah, like when like and he's even introduced. We called him what was it like Dime Store Egon? Yeah, Dime Store Egon. That's right. And and like the the like just him the way he talked to everybody and like he was he was very 
he used a lot of like ten dollar words initially and he was he had like this this very floated way of talking to people like that type yeah of... and he would insult people in in a very uh like uh i'm smarter than you way but but not in a particularly intelligent way interestingly enough yeah. So like he he would he would call out other people as being intellectually inferior, but he would do it by just saying, "Well, I guess that wasn't very smart of you." Haha, <laughs> I'm I'm intelligent. <laughs> yeah. But uh but but yeah, so it opens up and like, you know, you have a couple like different characters the movie focuses on with um with with the doctor the, the a couple different college students um a mysterious janitor <laughs> yes the mysterious janitor i wish the payoff for the janitor was a little bit better yeah i i i do too but i i do relish the fact that like the movie laid laid out mystery janitor has something more going on and it it gave us something yeah, he did have something going on, but yeah, um, but yeah. So we we find out that like we we find out that the doctor ha- is like in some project and it's being like shut down, and there's there's tip- a typical corporate bureaucrat who's like running the scenes and shit, and um, so we're, we're like we're, the the movie is set it up. He doesn't really have a clear motive for what he's doing. He doesn't. He's just, he's just researching. He's just he's just he's just signing CRT screens in college students' faces and like recording the results or whatever. Like the yeah. the 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 point of his research is never really explained or elaborated on. There's just this vague like understanding that whatever he's doing is messing with your mind and the way that you interpret things and it can trigger like there, there's like a trigger effect if you have a if, like light hits your eyes in weird ways it's it's very bizarre yeah and it doesn't really have a definitive like ending either it's just no kind of ends like there's no resolution some of the bigger quote unquote bad guys get killed but didn't do anything and we're left with a potentially bad thing but they don't really get into what the the consequences the yeah. broader consequences are um this this movie actually gave me very reminiscent feelings of another um uh, independent like drama mystery horror movie um that that uh was was psyched up to be very like r-rated but actually was very tame as well um have you ever heard of a movie called blue sunshine no i have not um i stumbled on it on the weird like uh obviously russian uh http movie download site that i go to yeah that that specializes in like forgotten movies um and it, it's a movie that like the, the whole shtick of that is there's this there's this specific strain of acid that a bunch of people took in like the 60s um that now in like the 70s it's causing everyone's hair to fall out and make them become psychotic homicidal maniacs 
And so, interesting. yeah. And, and like, so it, it sets up this really interesting thriller strain where like, who took the acid? Do you know? There were a lot of, it was really going around on the college campuses. You don't know. Why is it doing this? Is someone distributing it to be evil? Are they still distributing it? And it, it sets up these really, really interesting and intriguing questions and then does absolutely nothing with them and ends in the single most disappointing way possible. <laughs> Yeah, That's, that kind of goes on par with this. The the I would say the only difference between that and this is that like the disappointing ending in this movie makes a little bit more sense, just because whereas Blue Sunshine is more like is is actually very coherently put together up until like the last ten twenty minutes. Um, this movie is very dreamlike and kind of just. It feels like you're just bumming around town and checking in on different people and seeing what's happening, unlike that movie, which is like a feels like a cohesive movie. So the 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 weird, like, okay, this person's story just ended, a little more story here, that person's story just ended, a little more here, and we're done, feels feels a little more like, okay, well, yeah, that makes sense because that's what you've been doing this entire time. Yeah. So um, none of our predictions came true well, at all. Well, let's see here. There, as you're right. There was no there. So there was no hacking. There, there was no virtual boobies. Um, and I didn't get my video drum hat. So yeah, um, we didn't even get a fuck. You're right. Yeah, no fucks. It wasn't there? Is hardly any fake blood. There was a there little. Was some. There was a. There little. was a little. But I was expecting like vast quantities thereof yeah you you were looking for like a scanners moment weren't you or like evil dead mm. i mean and but. even like a movie like brain scan had a pretty healthy quantity of blood it, it uh and for some of its hallucinations like as much as this movie was selling on like the the fractals uh movie poster or the um um the, the 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 brain scan movie poster we were looking at before um it really didn't do much in terms of like weird psychedelia like hallucination type stuff like we we pretty much just saw crt effect on someone's face eyes get wide and then they act weird yeah like no real explanation for it or anything it just doesn't make any sense nope it was still better than dr blood's coffin though oh yeah easily um well i mean and i wonder if how much of this is a um is a function of the movie's budget so because i because I, I guess they, they probably got pretty far filming in scranton um which which i i noticed they even had a regional new york uh aspirin manufacturer in one of the um the characters medicine cabinets which, yeah, which like the only reason I bothered to look that up is because I saw it and it's 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 such like a typical like 80s like brand label. And you're like, I've never heard of that brand. And that looks ridiculous. I need to know where that's from. But uh, what, can you can you find out the budget on this point? Is If you Google brain twisters no. budget, is that a thing that it does? It doesn't even have a Wikipedia page like what is? Well, no, IMDb might have it. Hold on. Hold on. We're gonna find this out. We're gonna do some 
internet sleuthing. Okay, I've controlled F. There's no budget. <laughs> this movie has no budget. Now, down at the bottom on IMDb, it says that this had a runtime of 70 minutes. So maybe we watched the oh. director's cut. Now that is very interesting. Which means that we got 20 extra minutes of this movie. So I'm what? wondering... I'm wondering what they added. What did they... What? <laughs> I don't know. And... So, hold on. So you're telling me... Oh, no, I need to know. Where, where's the copyright on this? This Okay, no, Wyatt, because if that cut was from 2017, this DVD box set was copyright 2009. Huh. I guess there's just not enough known about it. <laughs> well, okay, no, I, and even weirder. What the, what the fuck, IMDb? I go to the bottom, runtime, 70 minutes. I go to the top. Brain Twisters, 1991, one hour, 31 minutes. Right. What, you... <laughs> IMDB, get your shit together. Yeah. We're putting you on blast. Oh, it was 91 minutes in the U.S. So maybe there was an international version that was less? Because they had international posters. Yeah, I guess that's true. But that doesn't explain why the technical specs still are still that way because it it doesn't list. If you click on technical specs, it has two runtimes listed. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, but why would you edit this movie? There's nothing offensive. Like, there's you could make a G-rated cut of this movie by trimming out like five minutes of footage. Yeah, PG at the most. Yeah, but PG, if you don't like the idea of someone looking at the camera in a scary manner. Yeah. Like, this could be a TVY7. <laughs> Not even TVY7 <laughs> FB, because he does break a bottle on that guy's face. I guess there was fantasy violence. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but. I mean, it and, wasn't... And the hockey hair, Wyatt. My God, the hockey hair. Oh, yeah. So there are, are some things I wanted to just make on commentaries on this movie. Oh, please, please. I've been talking for, for quite a while now. <laughs> lay, lay it on me, buddy. So I think about halfway through, it kind of hit me what this movie kind of reminded me of. Mm -hmm. It reminded me of the reenactments on true crime drama TV shows. Oh, interesting. It 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 looked to me like an hour and a half long reenactment on like, you know, unsolved mysteries or cold cases or something. Oh, yeah. You know what? I totally get it. I didn't even watch like a lot of those types of shows. Um, not, like not, I don't watch them now, obviously, but like I remember catching bits of like hard copy and shit like that back in like the mid nineties. And yeah, you're right. Like this, this totally gives off that vibe. Yeah, it just doesn't have the voiceover of the guy explaining what's going on. Doctor Rothman was a was a college professor on the edge, but little did he know <laughs> that he was driving his students to the brink. <laughs> yeah, pretty much something like that. But that that's kind of what it reminded me of. Hmm. 
like as a as a whole it's just like this this just kind of comes off like a and it kind of had like felt like it had the budget of that too like the really bad you know um like uh stunts if i can call them that the scranton police thought they knew what was going on but when they developed a body count that was bigger than a 16-inch pizzeria special, they had another thing coming. <laughs> yeah. Probably, I mean, probably, like, the worst part of this was the really bad sexual innuendos. Oh, yeah. Um, this, yeah, trigger warning. This movie has an abundant amount of sexual harassment in it. Oh, yeah. Like oh I, yeah, like this, peak time. I did. Did I tell you? Did I ever tell you that Mary and I watched uh, Nine to Five, uh, the, the Dolly Parton, um, and the and I feel really bad because I the, I don't remember the other two female actresses in that. And despite the fact that they're both popular and very good, I forget what their names are as well. Yeah, I feel really bad about that because one of them was actually a very famous comedian, and uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna look it up now. Because I, this is this is not the time to, to uh, forget. Well, to forget. Well, Jane Fonda apparently is one of them. Oh, was it was a Jane Lily... Fonda. Lily Tomlin. That's it. Okay. Yeah, Lily Tomlin is the other one. That that was the other person I was I was thinking of. I, I didn't remember Jane Fonda, but okay. Yeah, because um, you 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 watch that movie. You watch Nine to Five, and it's about it's about women being empowered and dealing with. Uh, an abusive workplace that doesn't care about them and, and sexual harassment, how nobody cares. And, you know, that, and it's, 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 you look at that and it's like up from like a modern perspective and it's like, Oh wow. Yeah. This is, this is really regressive. And it's just, Oh, I can't believe we ever got through this. And then you watch this movie <laughs> and, and, then, yeah. and then you see how, how it actually was. <laughs> yeah. It's so much worse. Hey, oh, it's me, Detective Frank. Uh, how about I, how about I take you out to dinner? Hey, yo. take me out to dinner. How about no? Wait, how about I come over to your place and make you dinner? I'll even bring my own garlic. I'm gonna flip the gender norms and then criticize your ability to cook in the kitchen. Hey, yo, because you don't have no garlic, but it's okay because I bring garlic with me everywhere. Garlic, <laughs> garlic, because I'm Italian. And I'm gonna make you. I'm going to make you a mysterious pasta out of this paper sack that doesn't have a sauce in it. Despite, do you even? Can you eat? I guess you do use garlic and Alfredo sauce, don't you? I did. It wasn't Alfredo sauce. It was uh, clam, clams and olive oil. Oh, that's right. Okay, that me. Okay, so that at least explains why. Why whenever the uh, the pasta in that scene was being moved around, it just looked like it had no sauce. Raw <laughs> pasta. Yeah. Like just the most fucking disgusting looking foods. Yeah, I mean, you can have pretty good pasta with just an olive oil base. Oh yeah, you know, I, dressing. I agree. So. Like that pesto is mostly olive oil, man. Like that's just good. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I mean, this movie wasn't great, but uh, it's it's not <laughs> it's not a good movie. But if you are the type of person that what that like either is interested in witnessing someone doing their darndest to to like get through to you on like a weird scenario they want to convey or just like 
regional cinema. This I, I this 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 scratches a couple itches. Yeah. Like this guy was lived and died in Scranton. And, he, and he, this is pretty so much his own feature his only feature length movie. Yeah, yeah, right? And like like I, I get I get a real uh I get a real Don Doler vibe from this. Um have, have I talked about Don Doler on this podcast at all? I have no idea who Don Doler is. Okay, and I'm really I'm really sad because I may have robbed us of future episodes because I went on a bit of a tear when I fa- um because there is a um there is a movie called Pod People uh, that was on Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Yeah, and it was in, it is interesting because the intro to that movie. Is, is like it, it's a it's a, the movie itself is like an alien weird et murder mystery type thing um but the the interesting thing about it is that the intro to it has a bunch of like other has a bunch of like weird science fiction like shots over the credits of people like finding pods and doing things but the, yeah but the thing is none of that footage in the credits is actually from the movie nor was it cut. It's from different movies. So interesting. After after finding out about that, I I immediately wanted to learn more about those movies and watch them just to see what the fuck was going. Because like you basically had like a whole like storyline of this weird little other science fiction movie in the credits, and then you never went back to it. So I needed to know more about it. I found out it was this movie. I think it's called like Galaxy Invader, and it's by a guy named Don Doler, who I found out essentially only made the same movie like four times and he exclusively filmed in rural 70s maryland okay and it oh man it's is that stuff is that stuff a a roller it's very much a roller coaster like this that's the only reason why i'm talking about it as much as i am because like the, the the like the very specific vibe of this guy has a camera. He's really into this one good idea, and he's just so convinced he can make it work if he just has the resources and just tells it the right way. And that's what I'm getting from this movie. Like, there's a seventy, there's oh, a seventy minute like cut. The, there's a ninety one. So like the ACDC of B movies. Yeah, like there's multiple cuts. He even tried cutting it again in like the modern age. And like he just he just kept working, but then like unlike Don Doler, who essentially tried to 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 make it work, oh God, for for many many years, this guy did what he could, and then came back a little bit later when he was feeling experimental, and that was it. Um, yeah, such a, such an interesting feeling I get from this. And and actually, we haven't even really spoiled that much. Like, I, I feel we've been hyping this movie up a, a pretty hefty amount. I don't know if there's much to spoil. I mean, like, you can, uh... can kind of... <laughs> there's moments. Like, I, I, I typed out every time this movie made me feel like something. Like, there's there's a lot of... Um, there's, there's a lot of, like, little bits and pieces that make you feel something, but aren't necessarily, like, plot... Hold on, I'm gonna look something up here because I did notice. What was? Oh yeah, there, there was a there was a regional TV broadcast. Yes, Ted's Uncle, Uncle Ted's Uncle Ted's Monster Mania. Monster Mania. 
That is apparently that's a real thing. That's a real thing. It ran from 1984 to 1997, according to IMDb. Huh. And the uh, the oh, and and that is actually a sequel series to Uncle Ted's Ghoul School, which ran which ran from 1974 to 1982. And it's from Wilkes Barre, Pennsylvania. So yeah. there you go. So this this guy, uh, Edwin Lynn Raub, who was like uh, I guess like a regional TV host. Doing monster late night, the whole late night monster movie shtick in in that area, and this movie just featured it. This this movie is great. It's featuring local artists. It's featuring local culture. I can get my bar. It features the the weird paper tubs of Middlesworth chips that I've never seen. But the only reason I knew that's what they were is because I saw that big M. And I'm like, why is there a giant like paper like ice cream can with a Middlesworth? fucking logo on it but apparently that's how they used to sell their chips Wyatt that was the big size back then alright I'll uh I'll take your word for it this is this is a fat this movie is a fascinating look if you're willing to watch if you're willing to to, to not pay attention to the movie <laughs> and watch the background of uh 1991 uh, northeastern Pennsylvanian culture unfold in front of you. There's plenty to there's plenty to enjoy. Mm. Your silence speaks volumes. But I was looking at at some of this stuff, and like the one character on here looks like the doctor, like the evil doctor from MS3TK. Which character? Like his nephew, Ned? Ned. Maybe. Hold on. Let me go back to, to this here. This is thrilling podcasting, by the way. It is. I mean, all we have left is the is the drinking game and the We didn't we didn't talk about any of the acting. I mean, okay, do we want do we want to talk about like the cinematography, like you said, is it's the same as a nineties true crime thriller. The the act yeah. the the acting is about the same. Uh, <laughs> the music. Oh, can we talk about the music, Wyatt? Yes, and how it all sounded like it was from nineteen eighties point and click adventures, or or <laughs> the demo reel of the Yamaha keyboard at a nineteen eighties guitar center. <laughs> yeah, like some guy sat on the keyboard, and that was it. There is the intro and outro of this movie has a like spooky, scary riff to it that then immediately bleeds into the main theme from Space Mutiny, which is another mystery science theater, which that can't I refuse to believe that 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 is not intentional. All right, so it is definitely not him. It just kind of looked like him. Yeah, I just did a control F on uh, Bellyu because uh, Trace Bellyu would be Doctor Forrester. Um, yeah. Yeah, Doctor. For- yeah, they're they're too midwestern for uh, for this business. Although I yeah, I could they're... I can see how there might be some some uh, Northeast PA uh, Eastern Minnesota transplants. Yeah. 
I was just looking at this clip online, so I mean it's like he has a wow, that's loud. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna be alright, buddy? Nope. I guess it's just the Groucho mask that he's wearing kind of throws it off. Mm. But uh Yep, yeah, so anyway. <laughs> Yeah, so we we talked about the cinematography. The movie that we should be talking about. We talked about the actors. That the the music is there. There like there are times where it's at best it is competent, and other times you are like, dude, what are you doing? Way like, put the Korg away, man. <laughs> it's it's that. It was like. Yeah, amazing. Like, yeah, it, it was it was captivating soundtrack. Yes, easily. And um, all four four bit glory it wasn't even eight bit. Um, yeah, it's FM synth, man. There's no bits in that. Ain't no processing. It's, it's sorry, true true analog sound. No, yeah, no an- digital. Except for the uh, the key presses, right? Um trying to think is there anything is there anything else that you typically talk about with movies is there, is there should we be talking about the best boy or the the key grip nah nah <laughs> all right nah but uh, yeah well uh then we should talk about what how much drinking we did throughout this because um or what you should be doing to get through drinking this movie i okay yeah i'm to drink I, in this movie. I'm half. Yeah. I'm halfway through a Belgian right now, so maybe I shouldn't yeah. be trusted. So, I didn't have a whole lot. Oh, I, I, I was. I, I was really waiting for for something to happen in this movie, you know, to to justify its R rating. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but things that I, I did notice that happened had a enough of a frequency. Obviously, when somebody uses the machine. Yeah, know. yeah, that happens a lot. Oh, so do, do you do you count when it's against their will? Uh, yeah. When you see some sort of seizure-inducing, you see uh, the, the mach- machine the patterns shooting, yeah, on their face. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Yeah, because that's how televisions work. Yeah, and but uh, I I thought that every time time somebody hangs up a phone, oh, I didn't because it that. happens a lot. That's a good Evenly one. Spa- spaced enough. There's and it, there there are a lot of phone conversations in this movie. There are there are a lot of phone conversations, it, and they're, they're, they're all they're, awkward. They're taking they're taking advantage of this modern technology that people may or may not know about. Touch tone telephones. Touch tone telephones. Exactly. Right. You don't even have to call the operator anymore. Just pick it up. Boop 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 boop. And you, that's right you can find you can talk to the police whenever you want that's right what else you got um that's about it really? I, that's all you got oh come on like wait things that are evenly spaced and happened with enough frequency to justify drinking You're... i mean you could do every time there was a bad synth chord going on you were you like, were zoning like, out all right. Yeah, like when when they just were like start blaring on the on the synth like real bad, you could do that. That happens at a pretty frequent basis, but <laughs> no, nah, mostly wait, wait mostly at me. the beginning and the end, really. 
Yeah, but lay it on me. Lay on, lay, lay on your drink rules here. All right. I got every time Dr. Rothman says something creepy as shit or sexually harasses somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that is the Irish That is the Irish difficulty because you, you could take sexually harasses somebody and that's pretty evenly spaced out. But if you add the says something creepy that makes you think he's a serial killer to that, you're just drinking all movie, man. It's like it's like every everything he says is so goddamn creepy. Yep. Like, and do you only have? Do you want? You want an ice cream? An ice cream? <laughs> That's the only time he showed emotion in the entire movie. You don't was about that ice van- cream. Vanilla? Surely you could pick something more adventurous. How do you feel about raspberry swirl? Just standing there with them dripping over. His no, 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 no. The, 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 yeah, you you got to do it creepier than that because it wasn't it wasn't raspberry. He wasn't excited. It was him turning to dread. It was raspberry swirl. Yeah, all the emotion drained out of his face again. Yeah. Uh uh, All right, what else you got? I also got a uh, drink every time someone freaks the fuck out. So like when when somebody like, you know, goes goes murder murder crazy or like has like the the brain effect happen. Okay. And uh then drink every time you feel that this movie might be slightly racist against Italians. <laughs> I think you were too concerned about that being racist against Italian. I I I don't I can't tell if it's like a personal thing. If like I'm just extra sensitive to Italian culture because I grew up with it in in South Wisconsin and like they're they're so so in South Wisconsin you get a lot of people that work and have connections with the Italian community in Chicago but don't want to live there anymore because it's Chicago and it's awful. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I I grew up around a, a lot of Italians. My mother my mother waited tables for multiple Italian restaurants. The guy who ran the video store that she then had her side job at, and I I spent like my my babysitting hours time when I was like four or whatever and three. It, it, the the he, that video store he was also Italian as I recall. So like yeah, like I, I don't know what it is about Italians. I'm very sensitive. <laughs> To the needs of the of the Italian community, and this movie feels <laughs> very unsensitive. <laughs> so when that guy spilled the gabagool, yeah, when, when the guy's like eating a big fucking like Italian ham sandwich and like spilling like cured meats all over the place, maybe take a drink. <laughs> all uh, right, it's all in good fun though. <laughs> Alright. But yeah, I think I think we got I think between the two of us we got enough to, to kill a man uh in terms of alcohol consumption. Yeah. So uh so the, I guess yeah. we gotta ask what we would pay for this movie. What how yeah, like we, we've been talking about it for almost an hour now. We we have a lot of opinions about it. We don't want to spoil it, although maybe it can't be spoiled. What what is a to you, Wyatt, what is a movie that cannot be spoiled worth to you. Well, I gave Lemon Sky 50 cents. 
I feel this is better than Lemon Sky, so... Oh, okay. Really? <laughs> really? Yeah. That's that's amazing to me. That I think this is better than... Well, it's more entertaining than Lemon Sky. Yeah. Lemon, Lemon Sky had much better... Um, everything. Yeah, like like Lemon, <laughs> but Lemon, it wasn't anywhere near as entertaining. <laughs> like Lemon Sky is a serious piece of art, whereas this this tries, but it's it's it, yeah, and, like yeah, it's it's meant to like, be. It's a makeout movie. You you take you take your you know your 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 girlfriend to the drive through or or the shitty movie regional movie theater in Scranton, and then you know, you know maybe feel each other up a little bit, and it's fine. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I, I would pay sixty cents for this movie. Sixty cents, okay. Still, still the hater. Um, yeah. Uh, I had a ball with this movie. Um, but at the same time, it is. I feel. I feel that so many of the things that I enjoyed with this movie are not things that normal people or, or people that aren't me would enjoy. So I, I kind of want to dock it a little bit. Because it's it's not actually good. It's just infinitely interesting to somebody who wants to to pick at the threads of cinema. So I'm I'm gonna say I would I would pay seventy five cents for this movie. All right, I could see that. So what what is what is that average out to? Do we do we have a calc app open? Uh, I think that's about seventy. Wait, seventy five. Seventy. So seventy one cents. It is 70.5 cents that we we would pay for this movie. All right. And considering that uh you spent uh $12 or you spent uh, $2 on this DVD box set and uh for 12 movies you paid 16.67 or 16 and 2 thirds cents. So you got a you got a damn good bargain on this movie, Wyatt. There we go. Congrats. I could have spent zero and watch it on YouTube. Apparently, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even even better. Every, everyone everyone who listens to this podcast should go and watch this movie on YouTube for free when you have a an open evening and an open ninety minutes, and you just want to crack a few beers and see see what see what art was like in nineteen ninety one Scranton, Pennsylvania. You can't see it because it's an audio only medium, but he put heavy quotes about around the word art. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I I gazed off at my lamp, which is at the, the, the far right side of my, my office recording area while I while I enjoyed a slight sip of a fine Belgian beer from Georgia. <laughs> Looks like a light beer. Tastes like not a light beer. <laughs> well, all right then. Do we do we want to roll a die for the next time? Yeah, we should. We should. All right. So yeah, me, we should. So the, that we know what to expect. Yeah, let me get the binema here. All right. So we still got this one. This one. Um. Oh yeah, we definitely haven't done this one yet. Yeah. This, yeah. This is the done pile. Okay. So. I have I have the thing here. So we got 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Wait, now hold on. There should be another disc of all like the weird. Where did that go? We really should have thought about this ahead of time. 
I mean, if you can only find so many, then, you know, we can just roll against those. Oh, that's right. They're inside the, the Paul DVD. I keep forgetting that this isn't actually Paul. It's actually like. Oh, movies. right, 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 right. <laughs> so, okay. So we, we did uh, we did Decadent Evil. So that leaves two there. So we'll do one, two, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. So give me give me a one to 17 roll, Wyatt. Uh, a one to seventeen roll, huh? Yeah, and uh, use if you don't have a d seventeen nearby, we recommend random dot org for all your random number needs. All right, one to seventeen. All right. Uh, hold on, let me make some sort of like rolling noise. Uh, oh, I, I can do that. I got a d twenty right here. All right. Yeah, roll some dice together. Okay, it came up as a three. All right, now am I counting from the top or the bottom, Wyatt? Uh, let's go from the bottom. The bottom. Ooh, our first Blu-ray. Oh man, we're <laughs> doing. We are doing Inherent Vice, starring Joaquin Phoenix and directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. I don't know who that is. He, if I'm not mistaken, is the guy who did um, the fucking Resident Evil movies. Oh, okay. Hold on. I, I just need to double check. No, not Paul Tombas Anderson. Oh, please tell me that I'm right. Please tell me that I'm right. He did. He Oh, he did There Will Be Blood. No, this is definitely not him. He did Boogie Nights. This is this is a real director. Oh man, he did Punk Drunk Love, Boogie Nights. Punk Drunk Love. The punch Drunk Love. Oh God. yeah. No, I'm it not. Will I'm be not. Blood, Boogie Nights. That's all. That's no, no. We can't. We can't dive too into this. Um, yeah, we got to save this. Save this for the next episode. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna rip that. Share it. Well, I mean, actually, you know. You're, we're both vaccinated now. Um, can can we can we do this in person? Can you can you come over and experience our the the first the first HD dollar binema live wine, or do we still want to do this remote? Um, it might depend on the day. I mean, it, now that we have the remote technology, it's definitely more convenient for you as a family man. <laughs> so I yes, I, I don't have <laughs> I don't I com- have the 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 twenty minute drive there and back. Yeah, I completely so. understand if you don't want to do that, but I am just saying that is an option. Especially since we tend to go to like midnight on these things, so I'm just, that's I, why well, I, I mean, you know, if you know, I'm just saying if we if we had done this at uh at seven thirty like we originally planned, we would it would only be ten forty two right now <laughs> because we wouldn't have had yeah. to troubleshoot audio equipment for an hour. <laughs> but the runtime on this is two and a half hours. Woo. Okay, yeah, <laughs> so. we're we're doing this one remote. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, boy. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, it's a never-ending series of excitement on Dollar Binum. I'm so happy. Yep. And this oh. I actually got from a legit dollar store. Nice. I'm like, I looked down like, really? There's a Blu-ray movie with Joaquin Phoenix in it at the dollar store? This is going to be bad. <laughs> it's either going to be really bad or it did not sell well yeah. at all. This is going to be amazing. I love it. 
Oh, and uh, by the way, now, listeners, um, I don't know if you're aware. I don't know if I told you why. We're now available on Spotify. Oh, we're on Spotify now? Yeah. Um, I haven't actually set up like the feed for the show yet, but if you just type in Dollar Benema into Spotify, it is smart enough to find it for us now. Awesome. Yeah. So there's people who missed the C and type B instead. Yep. Google doesn't think that we exist still, though, Breaker. I'm working that's on where, it. That's where the real money is. Yeah, I'm working on it. I gotta, I gotta make either a separate WordPress site or I gotta, yeah, I have a separate feed, but it's not, it's not really advertised anywhere yet. Listen, technology's hard, and so is search optimization. I see the stern look of one Kevin Bacon on the website now. <laughs> well, yeah, because you know you got that lemon sky. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the primary color on the DVD cover is blue. Yep. But, uh... <laughs> All right. All right, let's, let's, uh, put, let's a, wrap it up. put a fork in this. Yeah. Stick, right. stick, a fork, stick a fork in my eye so that I don't uh, take my um, uh, what was it, stimulation level to 100% and uh, yeah. <laughs> get some... Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll see you later. All right, see ya.